0: Hello and welcome to my ADHD moment live with Julie Posey. It's not scripted, it's ADHD. Each episode is about what can happen with a little dopamine deprivation, some intense stress, and general lack of focus that comes free inside with ADHD. Here's your host, Julie Posey. Hi and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Julie Posey, and I'm glad you tuned in. This is episode 7. First of all, Today, I'd like to thank Eric Black of EricBlackWasHere.com for the fabulous job he did on the intro and the outro for this podcast. If you have a need for a voiceover or a product video, visit him online at EricBlackWasHere.com. Now, today, I'm going to talk about jobs I can never have, changes I've made to cope with my ADHD during isolation, and learning about germ prevention from old TV shows. Let's get started. Well, here we are in another week of isolation, and the operation caregiver continues as well. Each has its own respective challenges, and combined with ADHD, there's sure to be an adventure without ever leaving home. I happened to notice some ADHD statistics the other day, And according to the nice people at Attitude magazine, at least 4% of the US population has ADHD. Wow. Now think about the possibility that each of these adults is likely to have a parent, child, sibling, partner, spouse, roommate, or at the very least, one close friend or family member who is struggling to survive being isolated with one or more of us who are included in the 4% of ADHDers. My thoughts and prayers are with all of you during this difficult time. I'm not sure about the rest of the ADHD population, but I can tell you my ADHD is getting worse. It has become quite noticeable that my ADHD moments or careless mistakes are randomly appearing at a rapid pace. I've had to change some household policies and procedures to deal with this worsening predicament that I'm finding myself in. Now, here's some of the important changes that I've made recently. Number one. Asking my husband what he wants for dinner is now a rhetorical question. I ask him, he tells me what he wants, and I go to the kitchen and fix something completely different anyway. Number two. If you only have one egg left, it's not a good idea to leave it on top of the mayonnaise jar inside the refrigerator door. Open that door and that last egg is suddenly tossed on the floor. It does happen. Number three. I'm one that loves butter on my baked potato. Butter has become an endangered commodity where I live and it's not always available. Do not, I repeat, do not leave the stick of butter on top of the stove while there's potatoes baking in the oven below. Not only is it not fun to clean up the puddle of melted ghee from under the burner elements, but it's upsetting to find out that there will be no butter left for the baked potatoes. Number four. I now wear rubber gloves when I change the printer cartridge. And no, I'm not of the belief that my printer will contaminate me. Well, not with a virus or anything, anyway. This change really had to be done to avoid getting blood-red ink on my fingers that stays for days. Don't believe all that hype on the internet, either. Alcohol does not remove ink from skin. As if I were able to buy that, anyway. Number five. Since nobody is coming over, there's no real rush to declutter the living room, unless, of course, you hear the preacher's voice. In that case, you better get on it. Get those beads picked up and stop that jewelry making, even if he's only on Facebook Watch on the TV screen. It sounded to me like he was right there in the room. Number six. I have learned to keep the Gorilla Glue and the hand sanitizer far away from each other. My iPhone still won't recognize my thumbprint because when I scraped off the glue, some skin went with it. In this case, I blame the rubbing alcohol shortage. Who is hoarding that anyway? Just stop already. Number seven. I had to make myself a new eyeglass holder necklace to wear at all times. If COVID-19 doesn't keep me at home, losing every pair of eyeglasses sure will. I did learn that I'm not cut out to be an event planner. I was planning a virtual birthday party for my sister and I invited people that should have never been invited. I was going through my contact list, tapping names very fast. It was so crazy. My husband's urologist doesn't even know my sister. Oh goodness. Then I figured out that I'm just not one that could ever do pizza delivery either. Picking one up requires more ability to focus than I even have. The last time I went to pick up pizza, things went south really fast. First, I turned the wrong way down at the end of my street. Oops! I had to turn around about a block later. Then I was on track until I pulled into the funeral home parking lot. By this time, I'd forgotten where I was going in the first place. What did I leave home for again? Yikes! Someone was looking at me. That's a little bit creepy. I hope they haven't gone to curbside service. I don't want to know. Just get out of there and do so quickly. Then I almost got myself straightened out, and I parked right in front of the building. I was actually feeling a little bit shady putting on my mask and rubber gloves before getting out of my vehicle. I walked in and suddenly realized that I was in the video rental store. I think I got distracted by the CBD sold here sign in the window. Then I returned to my car, and instead of walking next door to the pizza place, I moved my truck over two parking spaces and entered the pizza establishment to finally pick up dinner. I returned to my car, and instead of walking next door to the pizza place, I moved my truck over two parking spaces and entered the pizza establishment to finally pick up dinner. This pizza restaurant is only .8 miles from my home, so a three-minute trip took me nearly half an hour. So. It's safe to say, no, I could not deliver pizza or anything else in a timely manner. I've started binge-watching old episodes of Monk so that I'll be better equipped to handle the whole germ situation when I'm required to leave home. I'm telling you, I need a diaper bag. I now carry baby wipes. Hand sanitizers, sanitizing wipes, Lysol, and bug spray wherever I go. I'm becoming very cautious these days. Do we even know if COVID-19 can be transmitted by mosquitoes, butterflies, and bumblebees? Do we? The CDC says that insects cannot transmit the virus to humans, but these are the same people who told us that wearing a cloth mask was just dumb. Now they've written up a new guideline where they also provide complete instructions on how to make them, and have suggested that every American possess and wear a cloth mask when out in public. There are not even enough tests for all the humans, so my question is, can anyone possibly be testing insects? I rest my case. I will carry my bug spray, thank you very much. Well, once again, my time is up, but I'd like to thank you all for listening. You have been listening to My ADHD Moment live with your host, Julie Posey. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to leave a rating or review wherever you get to listen to your podcasts. It really helps.